0: Hey everyone, it's the Green Podcast. This is episode. <laughs> Guy just said something that I'm going to edit out. This is episode number 66 for February 13th, 2019. I'm Justin De Palma, and as always, I'm here with Guy Dunlap. Hello. Oh, I got Freddy. <laughs> and, and Freddy Roman. Here too? And Freddy Roman. Who's here? Freddy Roman.
1: Oh, hello. How are you?
0: Yeah. You thought you were going first today, didn't you?
1: No, I was actually going to say Guy Dunlap, actually.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. but he's got the me? beads. Yeah, got the
1: bead. <laughs> around his neck again. Like, come
0: on. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Good. Good. <laughs> How are you? How are you, Justin? I'm I'm doing good. I'm trying to keep it together now. So all right, all right. So what's 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 new guy? What's new? I finished these
2: gaming boards at oh, work. Yeah. Finally, look, that was earlier in the week. Thank you. They were they, those things kicked my kicked my butt. Something that simple, I just had a really hard time with. Um,
0: the end result's all that matters. And yeah, they, they came out. Sounds.
2: They came out really nice. I was, I said I was really happy with them. I've got another project I'm going to start. I just, I ordered the material for it. i am doing a, an eight foot, a four by eight foot veneered table with round ends. And, uh, that's going to be a nice project for me. That's going to, t- that's going to suck up some time for me. Um, but other than that, not much. We've been, our, my little department of three guys has been, really slow, there has been a lot of work. So we've been doing a lot of, you know, tabletop stuff, you know, cutting them up and sanding and things like that, but nothing major. We haven't got, and I haven't done anything in my own shop. I did get my my kitchen doors off. Remember I said I screwed them up yeah, by stacking them. So I got those out of the kitchen last week. I took them to our spray booth at work and it was nice, man. Yeah. Did did you do completely refinish or just scuff it and spray it i had to take i had to i took it down to bare wood okay but uh it took me only like maybe like two hours two and a half hours with the with the drum sander Mm -hmm. and i just got the finish off the the, you know the frames is where the problems were Mm -hmm. Uh, obviously because that's where they were stuck together Mm and the clumps came off so but i got those all sprayed they're still at work right now i'm gonna let them sit there over the weekend I finished the last coat today. I'll let them sit there over the weekend before I, you know, stack them again in my car, take them home. You sprayed them with the same stuff? Yeah, the exact same stuff. I had to bring in my own equipment and everything. Oh, okay. So, but it was nice shooting in that spray booth, man. It's just like there's no huge difference, right? Blowback or overspray. It just all goes away. Yeah. It's just tremendous the guy that does the work for us jim he's shooting you know pre-cat lacquer all day long Mm. he doesn't even wear a mask yeah
1: it it, it smells so good like candy it just (laughs) smells smells
2: so awful the whole place stinks when he's shooting back there (laughs) but he's walking around back there you know the the filter the, the the filters going on the spray with it, it's super loud and he's got the radio turned up super loud. Mm-hmm. You go back there and he's, you know, he's walking around. Is he? And, and like I said, spraying all that pre cat. And it's like, it just smells so awful. Yeah. but like, how do you do that?
0: Conversations with him are probably great. Aren't they? <laughs> yeah.
2: I well, it's like, how do you do that without a mask? Oh, I've been doing it this way for 40 years. All right. <laughs> all right. You know, you know you can't argue with the guy yeah he's you know we all know that finishing the technique itself is you have to know what you're doing but it's not rocket science it, what what it really is is the knowledge of the finishes mm-hmm. themselves that where the we're a guy like Jim is just a super valuable asset to our company because he just knows everything about everything. Mm-hmm. You know, he works for several other companies too, where he does does automotive finishes. He sprays plastics at another hmm. company. So,
0: so you guys don't keep him busy uh, full time,
2: or do you? No, no. Oh, okay. So he come comes out. in and he he knocks the stuff out. Okay. You know, he uh, he'll come in for four or five hours and just you know do twenty tabletops and. He's done. Then he comes back a couple of days later. We got more work for him. Mm-hmm. So he works in like chunks
0: mm-hmm.
2: of hours. but maybe like four or five days a week. He comes in.
0: Does he do all his own? But he's prep? going around these different companies. Or you guys got, What's do that? you have somebody else doing all the prep and everything, or he's doing everything, all the sanding and.
2: Well, we give him the finished piece. Right. You know, he's sanding the finish ready though. for finish. Yeah. He's sanding right. the finishes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we got that done and we had, a. uh, I don't know if you guys know Darcy Warner from Warner Machinery. Yeah, yeah I saw that. Yeah. Five minutes. Yeah, he came in the shop this week, and we have a, a buttering wide belt that we're having some problems with. And he came in, and you know, within fifteen minutes, oh, it's this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, yeah, really nice because nobody will fix the thing for us. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the 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 people in Cincinnati that normally would work on it, they won't work on it anymore. And we found a guy in Montana was the only other guy we could find that would work on it. So I... I How old is it? Took us. that's about 15 years old. But the problem is, is Butfering won't sell parts to anybody unless you're an authorized... And they don't have any authorized people in the United States anymore. Wow. From what I I understand, that may or may not be true, but that's what I was told. Mm -hmm. So... I had taken a picture of it and sent it to Darcy. And I said, Hey, you know, you, can you work on this? Absolutely. And he lives about, about an hour and a half away from us in Fort Wayne, which is North of us. And, uh, he drove down and spent the day and got it fixed up and tuned up and it's rocking and rolling again. So that was nice.
1: Awesome. That's great to hear.
2: Well, that, that was my, that that's the end of my story. So, (laughs) What what about you, Freddie? What you what you got going on?
1: Uh what do I have going on. So I got a pew delivery tomorrow. Um I hit a, a landmark, I guess you can say, on that delivery this delivery coming up. So, you know, that means what? a good check is coming in. So oh, okay.
0: What's the landmark? Landmark is I, I get it.
1: a big chunk of money coming in. Uh so that's mm. that's you know, that gives me you know, there's been years I never made this much money in. You know, and now I'm getting it from one payment, so I'm pretty pumped up about that. Uh, all week, last week, uh, this week, we're working on that column. It's a 14 foot column. We took it all apart, uh, glued it all, fixed it, filled it, fixed it, filled it, fixed it, filled it, um, and then uh, it's beginning primed. And Cam has taken charge of. Um, we came up with a system of making a parallel cuts on the the bottom and on the top where there's a kind of a cove profile, a flat with a cove. Uh, A lot of that was rotted, and basically we are placing new pieces on and then shaping and carving carving those out. He's basically done with that, and I paid Elliot to go ahead and do all the filling, and we found a whole bunch of more filling that needs to get done, so we just finished doing that. And my friend Brian and I are working on restoring a couple clocks, period clocks. One's a Simon Willard, and one's a, a English bonnet. Those are just about done, and the shop is full of furniture. And I raise my prices, and I tell people, and they still said okay. So I was like okay. So <laughs> it's when we when I open the shop. Uh, Basically, we've tripled the hourly rate from what it was originally. And many customers have said that's just way too much. And I said, Thank you very much. I totally understand. And I have many customers that basically are like, That sounds fair. So I'm like, Okay, you know, I basically have higher quality items coming in. And a lot of them are period. That a lot of them that I hope the clients don't come and pick them up, but they will um so the shop is full with that and um i'm doing a lot of winterizing around doors i've ordered like eight or eight or ten door stoppers that plunge down um i'm or i, have, I basically am set up to do any and everything for ranges of gaps from anywhere from an eighth to half inch side to side and uh, i'm Redoing all these Victorian windows over the uh, the owner was a DIYer before he sold it. He scraped so much wood off these windows that they slide side to side and they have a 3 gap on each side. So oh I am putting membranes on the left and right styles, membrane on the top and bottom, a membrane at the meeting rail, and then I'm adding... Adjusters for the front strip, so when the summer comes and everything is expanding, he can adjust. And when the winter comes and everything's shrinking, he can adjust. So there's a lot of what.
2: What's the what? What material is the membrane? It's like a plastic. It's like or a rubber, rubber,
1: plastic, silicone. Um, and they have a variety of different okay. options depending on how big the gap is, depending on where you're located in the state. Uh, it comes from a company called Conservation. Conservation Technologies in Connecticut. And uh, they have a variety of different like bulb options, some for, you know, that are meant for horizontal, some for vertical. They do for sliding doors, for commercial buildings, uh, commercial windows, commercial doors. So there's a lot of options. And I used to just buy what I needed for the project. And now I just buy the biggest rolls I got. And now the van's stacked. And there's a huge demand for it. So, now I have this cornering tool that basically cuts a groove about, let me see, uh, a little more than an eighth of an inch. So, 530 seconds. No, that's not that's, that's right. 930 seconds. Uh, <laughs> I cut the cor- groove in the corners on all the rabbits on the two styles in the vertical or horizontal. And then I put this membrane in there and I can interlock the membrane so that in case the gap changes, I'm doing that. So you know, there's just a ton of stuff. Like, I was I was busy all year already. I'm hundred and fifty percent. Like, can go and start picking for twenty twenty one. Like, I'm just swamped. So that's good. I'm happy. Good.
2: Mm-hmm. Huh. good. Yeah, that that is a good thing. Good. I'm just glad you got to use the word membrane a bunch of times because it's a very cool word and it's very hard to work into a normal yes. conversation.
1: You know, it, it's it's insane, in, you know, in the membrane. Um, <laughs> so, but, but that's it. That's all I got right now. Well, good, good. Good. How about you, Justin? Yeah.
0: I just finished up all the parts. Well, almost finished up all the parts for that laundry room that I've been working on. Awesome. Uh, I'm just waiting for my paint did all my primer today, and I'm just sitting waiting for paint so I can top coat everything. And then, so today I was painting in the the shop, and it's colder in the shop, which doesn't really affect anything. But I really smelled the paint today. I was like, you know what? I've been putting it off. I was telling my wife, part of it is because I was procrastinating like I always do, so I just do the the easiest thing. It was either clean the shop or build this little window for the opening between my shop and the spray booth. So I built the little window. uh and what else last week yeah last week i went and got or picked up all the meatball display stuff again and i gotta do i gotta fix a lot of that stuff and then we're adding a couple pieces to it for them so that's How, how's how's it getting damaged shipping shipping destroys it yep shipping yeah well i had, and the crate doesn't uh, help they they're destroying they, the crate they destroy a, lot right along. a lot of the fixing is usually the crate uh the display isn't always that bad occasionally something they strip out i used to do t-nuts where i attached it all together with Mm 516 bolts and t-nuts they would always destroy them and then i started doing actually welding a grade 8 bolt onto a metal plate so that now if they strip anything they strip the bolt and we can always get that out whereas you won't hurt the nut that's welded on Mm -hmm. so just living and learning um they added they added a, a new buffet station for it that they want me to build and a dining room table. I got to build up them like a rustic style table. So it's cheap knockdown table I'm going to do for them. And then they wanted eight stools. So I just basically got a design for plywood knockdown flat pack stools that I'm going to have a friend cut out on this CNC. Beautiful. So, yeah, that'll be it'll be neat because I got to kind of figure out how to, to build these for him. hmm and he says just give me an idea how you want them made that way I can build them a sketch up for the cnc so I'm curious it's a somebody i've been friends with around here for a while but i've never been to his shop mm-hmm. and i think he's he's like half an hour away from here and he's been over my place and we've just known each other but he always told me cuz you ever got anything you need to cut on the cnc let me know so awesome. i'm curious to go see see us does he have a big full size he has one? a 4 by 8 yeah yeah i i want to yeah. say uh, I wanna say it's one of the ones that you build. I think it's one of them that he has. Hmm. So you buy all the parts from I what is that? CNC shop or whatever it is. CNC It's like router Yeah. Router yep. Parts one of them has I think his name
2: is the So Yeah. I think they changed their name I,
0: though. They're not router right. parts anymore. So yeah. I'm curious to go see his setup and I want to see how one of them cuts and works and everything. But awesome. Yeah.
2: It'll be good. We are talking about CNC today at work because we, we do a lot of round tabletops and ovals and elliptical tables, and we go to, we'll we get an order for, you know, like 40 tables that are round. We don't cut them. We send them to a CNC shop, and we pay, I think, like 60 or $65 a piece mm-hmm. to have it done, uh, which is not bad. But, you know, you take the amount of – I was asking, you know, why don't we have our own? Well, it's expensive. Well – Let's extrapolate the cost of sending these things out over a five
0: year period and how much are yeah. we paying? You know what yeah, I mean? It makes sense, so that way. yeah. Totally. Yeah. I actually yeah. Uh, one of my childhood neighbors was over the shop. I did that that table for them, which actually I, I got rid of that too, that one that spun around with the flip-up leaf top. Yep. And the expanding base. And he was there and he was talking to me. He goes, you ever think about getting a CNC? And I was like, yeah. I says, I just don't have the real estate for it and just the time to play with it. He goes, well, he says, I was looking at it. I'm thinking about it. He goes, would you be interested in if I bought one you can come play with it? I'm like, I, I guess. Yeah. What are you thinking? He goes, well, he says, I was looking at their tiny ones. I said, you know what you want to get? Probably want to get like a Shiboko or something like that, which is a little bit like you have, Guy, right? That's, it's just, yeah, it's just like have, the next yeah. size up it'll do a little bit of work and everything. I said, That'd probably be good for you. You can do anything. I'd be able to put stuff on it and play with it.
2: Yeah, and it's a good, it's a good start because it teaches you how to yep. just
0: yeah. use yeah, the data exactly and how the software interacts yeah. with it. And, yeah, yeah, and, the, and the investment isn't that huge on it.
1: No, so. I think it, what's great about it is that the name is perfect for it. It shapes things un poco, like, you know, a little bit. It shapes things a little bit. So it works out really well. So Justin, this leads me to the question. Leads me to the yeah. question. If... A CNC wasn't available to cut these stools. Would you say nope? I would not build that.
0: No. No. Okay. Yeah. Yes. No. Oh. No, I would build it. Okay. It was they asked me if I could come up with something, mm-hmm. and I just searched the internet and I was like, that looks nice and perfect for this. So that's how that ended up. <laughs> but uh, honestly, I think I could do it. With, there's no reason I couldn't make some jigs and make them. Okay. It's it's a simple setup, mm-hmm. but. In order to keep the price down and then it fast and easy, that's that's why I came up with that way. And
1: also probably more profit so, in your pocket, no?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. But <laughs> it dodged your question in a way. <laughs> would, would you? Something like that?
1: What? Would I do it with? Well, it all depends because I have to see it. But most likely not. You know, honestly.
0: Okay.
1: Um, these days, I have no interest building furniture for anyone. None. It's just I, I mm. go back and forth on the money aspect and realistic budgets. And people pay way more for kitchen boxes that are screwed together than they would for furniture. So, uh-huh. you know, this is obviously breakdown. So it's interesting. Yeah. I like to challenge. But if the money's not right, nah. Yep. You know, I'll try the CNC. If the CNC becomes a headache, I'm all set.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that was the whole thing with this little table. That I got to – well, not a little table. It's a, it's a dining room table I got to build them, But it's it, it's it's almost knocked down as well. In other words, the top and the apron are going to stay together, but the legs will be able to come off. And it has to be a little bit robust, so it's going to be built overkill, mm-hmm. but it's going to have just a – I'm going to do a, an oil finish on it just so it, it's going to get beat up. It's going to get destroyed. Yeah. And that way I don't I – just. Throw some wax on oh, are you gonna use some
2: type of uh fittings or is it just gonna be like half laps that connect everything?
0: Or how are you gonna not how's it gonna be? Going I out? uh the legs are gonna come off. It's gonna be it's a seven and a half foot by three and a half foot tabletop. It's just a farm table with the legs that screw on and screw off. But okay. I'm just gonna do an apron that's a okay. probably like a six quarter apron, nice heavy duty apron on it to get my strength out of the whole thing, and then just a three quarter inch top which is I'm just going to do a, a red oak top with hit it with a wire wheel. So it raises the grain gets rough looking and then just throw some, uh, I don't know what you call it tinted or what, but like oldies oil on there finish mm-hmm. that way. It just, it, it'll get we some just, color we to finished.
2: God, we, we just finished a, a, a table that the customer wanted a rustic top. So, out of out of hickory and all our we get all our stuff uh mm-hmm. skip plane mm-hmm. so they really don't have a rough finish so with the guys what we do and i'd never seen it before i was like huh as they stand it on edge and just run it into yeah. the band so yes i've done that i've done that before and just make you know like saw marks yep. in it. i was like
0: really yeah i've done it <laughs> that's rustic people pay us it extra time. for that extra, yep extra yeah. labor man i just i did that not too long ago on something what what was that on? Oh, those columns that I did. That's how I did them. We d- uh, or not the columns. I'm sorry. That that floating shelf deal oh, that yes. I did. I oh, resawed okay. all the wood, and it just yeah. it was all through the bandsaw to make the rough marks. And when I had to rough everything else up, like all the end grain stuff that I did, I just took it and drug it backwards on the blade, so it left the saw marks and didn't actually cut it, but it would make marks on it.
1: And that's what we used to do in. Uh, and
0: then the other thing I've yeah. done is. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, you got. I was saying oh, we, we used
1: say. to do that in the conservation labs I used to work for, trying to mimic the pit sawing. We would angle the table and then, you know, take mm-hmm. it slow and then we would flip it around and come back from the other direction and slide it again and then give you that angled cut to just try to mimic. Uh,
0: that's a good idea.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I really like the idea of running it backwards. Yeah. Through the saw. Yep also because what we were what we were doing I, was, I mean just running into the into the blade cut it, yeah as as it's it's cutting and it's cutting you know like pig <laughs> yeah yeah by running it but I think running that, it backwards it can't cut i think by running it backwards yeah and then putting it at an angle putting the table in an angle
0: too i think is a really good yeah. idea i mean in in theory if you were brave enough you could put the blade in backwards and push it through yep. take your buck bearing off yeah you, you don't need you don't need to, to. Or you can know, just put too. it through the bandsaw backwards yeah. too, but yeah. Yeah, you just put it through the bandsaw If you want a cool
1: surface technique, before you change your blades, you can put your blades in backwards on your joiner, and you can run boards over the joiner, and it gives it a scraping look that makes it look very vintage and burnish. It rounds the heck out of the knives. Huh. It makes a terrible noise, but it works like a dream. So huh. Interesting. Okay. Can't take any credit on that one. What
0: do I, what what do I do when I have the, the segmented head? Put him in upside down.
1: Oh, that's simple. The segmented <laughs> head, you just toss that piece of crap out the window because those things suck.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so Freddie, how do you really feel about helical head? It's
1: hmm. a great question, guy. I think I think they have their place in figured woods. <laughs> But anything after that, I think um, they're just a waste because they leave track lines.
0: That that's that's a very good explanation, if that's the right word I'm, I should be using for that. But that's that's you're spot on, Freddie, spot on. Because it, it I don't know. There's other people that have different experiences. I found, but for me, I it it makes no sense at all for edge joining with me at all.
1: You know, if you, again, if.
0: It's, it's such a pain. Yeah, it just
1: leaves the track marks and everything else. And I think what it is is that sometimes, and this is not, a, and this is not trying to be offensive to anyone, but sometimes craftspeople are at a other level, and they can see the difference between a straight knife and a helical head. They can see the track marks. They can see in the finish how, if you're not very mm-hmm. careful, you can see tracks. And there's plenty of people out there be like, isn't this beautiful? You know, I was like, yep, sure is. Love those track marks. But you did a great job making this piece. I can't question them. They don't know any better. Yeah. So,
2: yeah. Uh, I mean, every I've, I've had, you know, helical joiner and planer for a while now. And now I've got the combo machine. It's got a helical head in it. And, yes, it does leave track marks, but they're very small and if you have a sanding schedule mm-hmm. that's worth a dam they're easy enough to take yes, out i agree i've never i've never had them show Freddie, up you- and i agree with i agree with justin on the edge joining sometimes depending on the the type of wood or if i've got like a switchback grain or something like that it, it yeah. it's caused me
0: problems uh, but uh other than other than that i haven't had any problems with that for, for the edge joining i get the scalloping in a piece of one by another, and it, unless you have that set just right, you're going to see it in your glue. You'll see your glue line. Yes. In other words, everything looks tight, mm-hmm. but there's just that slight hairline gap and everything is nice. and. See, nice I, and, and it, I don't get that. Did yours have a bird cutter head? Uh, and I wonder if that's just the issue. Cause Freddie, you um, have, do you have bird I, cutter I on have, yours? Well, I wonder if that's the issue.
2: I had the, I had the, 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 grizzly joiner I had before had the grizzly head in it. And the, Joiner I have now, it's a combination machine, has
0: a knockoff right, bird. Head which head. they say the grizzly one, I don't think the blades are tilted like a bird. They don't actually shear. Yeah, it doesn't right, shear which might be yeah, a huge difference. Correct. And, and the fact mm-hmm. that your jet one, yours is jet, right? Your joiner. Yeah. Yeah, but it's got the it's a it's a bird knockoff. Right. It's still coming yeah, it's still coming so from that, jet and, yeah, they, they're, they're and I don't the quality, they're, I would think. But
2: yeah. The power power matic planers they actually have a, a, a real bird head in them
1: you know and, and I, I think I think they're great and I see why people love them and I see the advantages of them Um, but I also see the downfalls from them and how aggressive you can take material off and how um, you kind of have to pay attention to how the material wears the the cutter heads Uh, and sometimes you have to change them a little bit more frequently than people think. And, and it also depends on if you're going to hand plane everything, if you're going to do that, then sometimes it doesn't matter. But if you are going to try to take stuff off the machine and do very minimal sanding, then I think you will quickly notice that, uh, the machine brings, brings some issues visually.
2: Yeah. I agree with you. And that's what I said before. If you're not diligent in your sanding or you don't have good sanding, you know, practices mm-hmm. when you're doing your furniture yeah those scallops are really obvious you know especially if you look in like a yeah. raking light yeah and see them but if you
1: dunk them in you butter, know mm.
2: i i've i've never they've never shown up on mine because i i know how to sand properly it's, it's again sanding is a rock and science you just have to
1: i can't tell you how it. many people don't know how to sand oh my god
0: i agree with oh you, i right. know it's crazy i agree I, th- this brings up I another all the time. question, kind of related to that, and I wonder. Uh, I was pondering today as I was painting. Is it is it worth purchasing maple over poplar for cabinets for painted stuff? Right, not necessarily cabinet, but painted stuff. And I only say that the the double edged sword of that whole thing is maple is more expensive. It's harder on the machines. Harder to get the grain to not tear out. It's hard. The grain tears out easier certain ways, right? It's, it's finicker. It's harder to sand, but when you take it in the booth and spray it, it's beautiful. Whereas poplar is complete opposite. It's cheaper. It's easier to work with. It's easier to sand. It's easier to do everything too. But when you go into the spray booth, it takes more, more primer basically to get it. So it's perfect. Right. Yeah. And I wonder is that trade off worth it?
2: Well, I know I I talked to a guy that works in a shop here in town and he says they, you know, use maple for all their face frames, but they don't mill any of it. They order it. Right. It's all, it's already, you know, thickness planed and, and cut two and a quarter inch. So it's ready to go. All they do is cut to length. So, and he said, it's not that expensive, but they save tons of time.
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't have that
2: option. And I just, I just don't, I just don't, I don't think like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? When I when I'm trying to figure out what I'm gonna do for a project, I don't think of, you know, I could order this pre pre milled yeah.
0: and And you're right. I, I possibly so. should. Maybe I should do that. I don't know. I May mean, I I don't know that I can either. Or I can, but I don't think the results would be that good. Whereas if you order it from a comp let me let me rephrase that. Where I get my wood from, if they were to do that, it's not perfect. Whereas He's probably getting his stuff that comes through a four-sided motor that automatically makes everything perfectly, perfect, flat and everything. Beautiful finish. So I just don't have that option available to me. Um, But yeah, it probably would be, it'd be way faster and worth it. But I buy everything in the rough. Yeah. And, And the other thing is, and maybe this is part of it too, that when I do longer stuff anymore, I always buy either five or six quarter. If I'm trying to get something nice and flat. It's 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 gotta come out of the Uh material. There's just no doing it. Yeah, I usually start at five quarter if I want three quarter. If I want
2: half inch, I get six quarter and resaw it so I can get half inch. But you know, we had Mike Farrington on the show, he's talking about, you know, people can still make kitchens without having a big shop or any tools. You just have people, other people make the parts for you and you just put it together. Yeah, like uh, you know, and again, I my mind doesn't my mind does not think like that. I think I have to make Yeah, I'm the
0: same way because the the guy that one of the guys that taught me how to make cabinets here in town, that's how he bought everything. It all came already milled, thirteen 16 thick, and that's how he built all his kitchens and everything. And he would go through the pile of stuff he told me, he would break it down, get all the street grained out for all his rails and styles, and then he everything else would fall in from there. And it was how he did it for years. It worked out fine so well
2: well, that's that's been going on for a long time the first time i met freddie was freddie was giving a seminar on uh (laughs) inlay and veneers and you were talking about like during the federal period where people are getting Mm -hmm. their drawers from this guy and their tabletops from this guy and their legs from this guy i'm like really in the in the in the early 1800s this was going on like oh yeah And it was very, you know, he's, and he's got samples to prove it. And it was, it was very interesting. That's, that's when I first Mm. fell in love with Freddie.
1: You you know, people have said, I am lovable. So thank you.
2: (laughs) 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 But uh, yeah, so that, that, that mindset's been going on for a long time. It's just, but like I said, I just don't. Think like that. I think I have to no. make everything myself.
0: Yeah, I, yeah. So, uh, maybe, maybe it's maybe mm. it's because I'm a control freak. That's probably my problem too. Part of it. And, and yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't trust it's other people tiring. to make it right. Yeah. You, I. I will say this. There is, and there's a pl- local plywood company in my actual town where I get my plywood from. It actually comes 45 minutes away from me, right? But there's a local plywood company here in town that I've never bought anything from, but I know that they sell uh pre or whatever you want to call it. Plain poplar. Mm-hmm. Perfect. It's beautiful stuff. I've seen it because the guy that you sh- showed me how to do cabinetry, he gets it from there. Right. And he goes, it's perfectly straight. It's 12 inches wide or whatever, 11 and a quarter and 16 foot long. Perfect stuff. I, I probably should just go order it. And it's only a like dollar more a foot. So no, it'd be well worth the money. I-,
1: I can't tell you how many times or how many people around here do that exact process. January first, yeah. every single year, Brett Stevens, the guy who I share a shop with on one of my shops, he gets a load of like two, three thousand linear feet of maple. And he's just supposed to do S4S on it. And that will last basically six months to a year for this company. And all they do is face frames, base baseboards, you know, flat stock and they'll put a bead on it themselves. But he does all the milling and every year they do that. And it's amazing how efficient that is for you and how flat it is With with from someone like even Brett Stevens, uh, he gets it and it's perfect. And it's just like, I would never want to do that much work to get flat stock, but having Brett as a person to send stuff to, it's a no brainer.
0: So he he buys it in the rough and gives it back to you flat. Mm -hmm. Oh, so he does
1: like all my work, like planing, flatting for big jobs, you know, like, uh, Mm -hmm. like last year, I think it was last year we had like what was it uh like five or six thousand linear feet of eight quarter walnut that needed to be milled and i basically got the job asked asked brett how much he wants got the material doubled the material and then i didn't do anything you know it was perfect it was flawless he didn't like it he did in a week it was like cha-ching no
2: does 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 he have one of those machines that does all all, you know all, old All four man. sides he joins at once.
1: planes, rips. Wow. You know, yeah, then he sends it to the shaper to really? make the other edge parallel, make sure it's perfect. He manhandles every single piece to ensure that it's perfectly wow. straight. It's. Huh. He loves it. Loves wow. it. I'm like, wow. God bless you.
0: I, I, I've i looked at one of those four-sided molders, <laughs> Guy. And it's just like... Is that what I they call it, a molder? You know, got
1: the molar from your tooth. Yeah. A molder
0: no no yeah, molder motor. Yeah. yeah that's molder. what I said. yeah yeah I,
2: I i thought it was like a four-side surfacer <laughs> yeah, or something yeah. Like you that. call it i think you call it like well, a
1: multi-head five-head molder four head molder mm. you
0: know yeah so, okay and uh one of those would be nice because i uh what's his name how much how, how much are it long ago it's like buying a wide yeah yeah if you buy a used one it's like buying a wide belt mm. one of them deals Usually, yeah, $30,000. 30, yeah. well, um, it
1: all depends these days. Uh, what's his 20, name?
0: A- Andy Rawls out of Texas, yep. there. He, he, he has one. one, and it does. I, yeah, it does up to eight holy inch. He just sends everything through moly. it. It does look easy. You have to do a lot of cabinet work to justify, uh, and he does like it. That. I don't know if he got his for a deal or what, but yeah, I don't know. It's interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: oh.
2: kind of got off into the weeds there, didn't yeah. we? Eh, it was good though. Yeah, it was fun. Do you do you still want to do the topic? Sure. Freddie Freddie gave us a yeah, great segue I before and we blew it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: And we just blew it. So what is our topic tonight? Uh, you know, Justin? It was, Justin?
1: I don't know. I don't know if I I don't know if I if I will be able to build on that again. That's all I have to say.
2: <laughs> it was it an was awesome good, segue, buddy. but we it just wasn't the right question. We we just got off into the weeds, yeah. Sorry. So it was
0: what was it? <laughs> I came up with it. <laughs> what would you never build? Or what wouldn't you build? I guess yeah. is the question. Yeah. Who wants to start? Let's start with Freddie because we know he's probably going to be the easier one, but go for it, Fred.
1: What would I not build?
0: Yeah. Hmm.
1: <laughs> you know what I will not build even though I respect it and I enjoy looking at them, but I think it's 100% a waste of material, a Bombay chest of drawers.
0: Ah, oh, yeah. interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. total waste
0: that is a lot of material like, you, you throw just, away a lot yeah
1: i'm disgusted every single yeah. time i see a yeah. new person do it it's
2: like yeah. what a waste yeah but i mean they're getting paid for it it's so. a lot of them are oh. students yeah a lot, a lot of, of them are,
0: students are, a lot of them are my oh, people okay <laughs> a lot yeah, of and I,
1: and I look at it and it's just like oh you missed it it's not that good
0: mm-hmm. you know
1: it's not their fault it's just like you weren't ready
0: yeah you're not ready so
1: I don't even think right now I'm ready. And I'm confident that I, I can do a lot of it. I still don't think I'm ready. So it just tells you how complex that piece is.
2: Is that the only thing that you would say if a customer came to you and said, build this, and you're going to shake your head and go, no, I won't build that? No,
1: I would say I would definitely build it for you. It's 250000 If you're interested, I'm more than happy to move on. If not, I'm not going to waste my time. It's so you laugh, much. You work. laugh,
0: guy. There's that much work in it
2: and, and it's so much work oh i know i i i, I, I know exactly what, what it takes to do it i wouldn't do it either
1: it's just like and i don't even know if you can even get quality mahogany 16 quarter or 18 quarter it was over four inches thick that you would need and you need it to be at least 24 inches wide to do yep. the serpentine sides so so you can get that ridiculous elliptical oval if you do it properly yeah so. I'd rather go ahead and do a bent laminations of the sides instead of waste time Oh,
0: that 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 upset some people. Oh yeah. <laughs> if you did it that, you know
1: I, I can't. <laughs> I hear ambulances flying by yeah. now. That people have just dropped dead.
0: Yeah.
2: So that's it. But why not, man? Nobody would know. Don't no, you will know
1: because unfortunately yeah. the geom- the geometry yeah, I mean you could tell yeah. by the grain. So what? Yeah. What else would I not build? Um, I will not build. Um. Honestly, today I will not build anything that is like you come with a set of drawings and it looks hideous. I reached a point that that, not that I'm special, but more and more my name is out there. And I'm kind of being very selective of what I'm going to build because I build some hideous stuff. And I say, they say, can you sign it? And I just say, and I sign it, (laughs) I sign it, John (laughs) Doe. I don't sign my name on it. Like, here you go. John Doe. And it's just like, it's just. It's like it has to be right, it has to feel good, it has to look good, it has to get me excited to do it. Um, and these days, <laughs> veneer work this is what gets me excited.
0: There's a whole lot of furniture coming out of Boston that says Guy Dunlap on it.
1: Yeah, hell yeah.
0: <laughs> it's Justin DePaul. Yeah, Justin DePalma and Guy Dunlap.
1: I says like Guy Dunlap,
0: 1943. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. What about you, Guy? What
2: and if it, said, if it said Guy Dunlop, I don't oh, know who right. that is because <laughs> that's not my
0: name. I, I thought that, that. T- that
2: guy did tires. <laughs> yeah. I'm the golf ball guy. Um, you know, I've, I've, there's a lot of things I don't mm-hmm. like. I don't like visually. Everybody knows I have kind of a disdain for live edge furniture. Doesn't mean I wouldn't make it, though. I mean, if I was paid, somebody said, and I I did make something recently like that. Um, But I, it's not like I would go out and seek that kind of work. One thing I I would just say, no, I won't build that is kitchens and Mm built-ins. A, because I can't build that kind of stuff in my shop. It's very difficult. I don't have the room. And second of all, I don't want to install it. I don't want to have to do any type Mm -hmm. of installation. All I want to do is build a piece of furniture, drop it off. I don't even want to drop you, it off. I don't want to that. drop it off. <laughs> yeah, I just don't, I don't want to do installations. I don't want to be, you know, I don't want all that hassle of screwing stuff to people's walls and stuff. I just don't want to do it. Hmm. So that's, I guess that's the Sticky. big thing. There's lots of things I don't like, but I'd still it, it's build funny.
0: them. I'm not a selective. We're, we're all friendly. saying the same thing. Money definitely talks, mm-hmm. but I have to say yeah. money probably wouldn't talk pallet furniture. I can't do it. Cause there's, oh, yeah, first no. off there would be no money. In it. No. <laughs> Secondly, no. just, uh, no, not, not doing mm-hmm. it. No, thank you. Yeah. Get some results. Yeah, I remember when that big, that big pallet furniture craze was going on. I'm like,
2: are you people insane? You're going to spend, you know, two days ripping this pallet apart for, crappy whatever kind of wood it is and it's like uh, it's got eh, yeah it's and
0: i think that's what it comes down to just dealing with getting it all apart or whatever you want to say dealing with that i mean i might be willing to build some rustic stuff but not that i can't no is that the only thing you wouldn't build log furniture is the other one yeah where they make stuff out of the logs and staying yeah not yeah, not, and my, not my and stuff like that. not my tea sorry I mean, I'm not, I'm not knocking people to do that stuff. It's just not mine. It's not for me.
1: It's not my flavor. If
0: if you, you know. do do that and you're upset with me, get a hold of me because then if somebody comes to me, I'll con- I'll tell them to contact you. <laughs> but for sure, not my cup <laughs> of tea. That's all.
1: You, you know, the other thing that I won't do, and people may think this is crazy, crazy, I will not build interiors, even if it's paint grade out of MDF. There's just – there's too much dust. There's too much off-gassing. Mm. It's just a mess. It's like doesn't take – paint that well after two two coats on there. It, even though it's flat, it, don't, it won't move. But the downfall, it's not worth it for me. It, That's just my opinion.
0: So yeah, I, I, I'm going to – how do I want to – I'm not going to say anything bad about that. I'm amazed by – now that I'm on Instagram, you see all the houses that are finished with MDF trim. And I think I've said this before, I've never had to deal with that my whole life. And I don't know if that's just how we around here, we use wood trim or what, but I don't know. Now I have no problem using MDF as like a backer panel for wainscoting or something like that. Right in the center panel Mm -hmm. where it's flat, but I would never think to use it as making my buildups and all that stuff just have never dawned to me just because I wasn't trained that way. We always use wood poplar, basically always poplar for everything. Finger yep. joint So I built but... a, I built a, uh,
2: I don't want to say a surround. I built like a, uh, a, a face on my chimney mm-hmm. in the, in the, in our family room. Cause it was like this brick thing. It was ugly. So I built this big thing and it's got a real nice mount. It looks really nice. It's all MDF.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I know it fine. can be done. It makes sense in a way, but I just, yeah. Never was brought up to do it that way. Mm -hmm. And I I look at uh, part of it, like Freddie says, it is, for me, it's a nightmare to finish. It really is. It ain't worth the headache. It's easy it is to work with at times. Like, it's mm -hmm. perfectly flat and all that. The edging and all that is just not worth the headache to me. Yeah.
1: And how sharp the edges are. You cut yourself on that. Ugh. Yeah, no
2: thanks. So...
0: Oh, so speaking of.
1: You mean you would, that, you would you
2: wouldn't make you wouldn't make furniture out of it either?
1: Furniture? You know, I, I would make furniture out of it if I was going to veneer on top of it. I've um,
0: done that. Uh, just, and I want to say I've I'm sorry for. I, w- I was going to say that I've used it for bits and pieces, but again, it's it's never never high traffic or or like a in my I don't know. It's never rails and styles or things like that. It's always panels for me. I use it like that. Yeah. I use a lot. I, I've been near a lot of MDF, but
2: if it's anything that's got to have a, you know, a screw put into it. Yep. I I always make it, make it out of plywood. I'll get birch ply for that. But for like door panels and stuff like that, quarter inch MDF and veneer, Mm -hmm. you can make some really nice stuff and it's, stables can be, you know, it's not going to cup and warp on you and cause you problems. And, that's the way to go i
1: like waterproof uh, mdf as well it's a little lighter and
0: it works it's heavier what are you talking about it's lighter it's heavy no
1: it, the stuff i got over here is lighter
0: oh stuff i bought is really heavy nope. <laughs> i put it on there my was house a, wait there was ext- a, exterior grade is heavy yeah, i don't know about yeah, the interior inter- that the green one the interior one's greenish right yes
1: it's greenish yeah I, it has I a greenish hue to
0: it is that lighter
1: it is lighter, you know. It's not like you know. Oh my God, this is ten pounds lighter, but no, it's like you know, a few pounds lighter. You can tell the difference.
0: Have you ever used ultralight?
1: Yeah. Ultralight, no. Mm-hmm. Is that a MDF? cigarette? That oh, that's no. light.
0: No, <laughs> no. <laughs> that's ultras.
1: Uh,
0: um, ultralight MDF. MDF? Like, yeah, that's that's neat. That's like picking up a feather. Is yep. that right? Huh? It must be, yeah, because yeah, MDF is just so damn heavy. God, yeah, it has yeah, to be better than Michelob
1: Light. Jesus. <laughs> you ever see people Daddy drinking up. Michelob light? Oh God, it's, I just want to throw up. Oh, besides, that's sorry. Got on, Got an on attention. <laughs> You're hanging out
0: with too many young people.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, so i about those calories. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um Chron- so what else? Well, what else? Ju- are different, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, yeah, listen. Th- just so you guys know. Corona, the beer, it is not the same as a coronavirus. Just make sure you guys know that. Just just so you guys know. Okay. Uh, side right. note. Because people are dumping Coronas down the sink. like It's a, it's the same thing. It's not. Um, <laughs> so
0: So um, much info on this wow. podcast this week. <laughs> so
2: much info. Yeah. Um, I you know what that is? People are people are tuning out left and right. They're staying to the end.
0: Oh, no, maybe there not. Maybe they might going. like this. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. There could be. Um um go ahead.
1: I am saying what else would you guys not build?
0: I don't know. Those are the two things my wife suggested.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: I was like, What what would I build? She said them too. I'm like, Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. What else would I not build? I'm trying I'm trying
2: I'm trying to think. If there's anything I would just say, absolutely not, I'm not making it. I, I agree with uh, like the pallet furniture, somebody can have it. No. Uh, people will come to me and want me to build, you know, furniture out of uh construction grade lumber. Mm-hmm
0: no yeah, yeah that's a no Yep. No. you know ikea or, furniture um, ikea,
1: i will not build the ikea pr- furniture that comes in a box with instructions i will not build that uh
0: i would not build you're right a knockdown let me rephrase that would i not do knockdown <laughs> i think i would not do it with like the connectors and things that they do mm-hmm. it would be different i would have to do a fancier version of that yeah but, the lamello zeta p yeah or something that thing is awesome
2: man.
1: is that a fraternity no. Oh, okay. I, I, real quick was probably is. It some might some mi- it was like natty made a ice and, Yeah.
0: Yeah. They're drinking natty ice over there.
1: <laughs> um
0: <laughs> is there anything else you think of, Freddie?
1: You know what I don't like? I hate making no, asking, mitered no, <laughs> mitered cabinet doors. Like cabinet doors that are mitered in the corners. Oh,
0: that's you you know what? Man. You're exactly right. I've I've been asked to make them before. Mm-hmm. And I did it, but I'm not sure I would ever do that again. I think no. it would be some, if somebody came to me. I would I would highly look into purchasing those doors by somebody else. Yeah, that because, is a real pain.
2: Well, they're still going to have the same failure rate
0: yes. as what you make. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. That's on them. I just you they're know? they're just such a pain to make.
1: Well, if I use a La Le- okay. ZPXYZ, ZP th- XYZ, that would help keep the clips <laughs> in the corners a little tighter. You know. Maybe that's a possible option. Yeah,
0: no, I think that's, that's a good point. I would never do them again. I would purchase them,
1: you know, because here's the issue. I, last year I was so busy. I had someone else do miter doors for me. I, I promised a contractor that I would try to fit that in for them, which I should have said no. And I learned my lesson. Uh, I got him back and I told the guy, dude, this looks like crap. Like I can't even give this to my client like this. And so I, I try to give it to Steve here and that didn't work out really well. So it was like round two, knocked out, not good. So then I, I was trying to scramble and I was trying to put them together. It was so much work, even with the dominoes mm-hmm. in the corner, getting everything leveled and perfect because yeah. it was also like a belly mold. It was a hot mess, mm-hmm. hot mess. I was mm-hmm. like, never again,
0: never. Yep. Yep. So. I did it. Did, I think I did four doors that when I was like, forget this.
1: Yeah.
0: Did they have any kind of uh, edge treatment on them? Yes. On the inside, yes. on the inside mm-hmm. panel? They did. I can't remember. I want to say, yeah, I'm pretty sure. And I think my upper doors had glass in them, and the lower ones were a raised panel. hmm Yeah. It's just a miter is a pain and and like i said i only had to do
2: myers in and of themselves yeah
0: when
2: i made the when i made those chess boards and backgammon boards you know it's like the 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 boards weren't square Mm -hmm. because it was just too because it's all hand cut veneer stuff and nothing is perfect i know and it's not it's not like you can trim off some excess so the 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 checkerboards are you know like a 16th to an eighth inch out of square. Wow. Not a whole mm-hmm. lot, but enough to make a difference when you're doing this. So every miter had to be, I need to take a bevel gauge and use my uh, Anchor crosscut sled, and I'm taking the bevel gauge, and I'm putting it against the piece. And I make each individual cut piece by piece wow. going around. It. it took me like uh, almost a full day to just do the mitered frames around yeah. those that's boards. exactly
1: it when phil my old mentor um god bless her so he's still alive
2: and they're still weren't they still weren't perfect
1: phil always said damn close Phil always said that miters when anything comes to miters on a piece of furniture you basically say it's a day because you'd be chasing it and chasing it and chasing it and you're trying to be a perfectionist and um, it's very painful now now guy did you use did you use veneer at all on those game boards
2: I made the I, all those checkerboards yeah. and the backgammon, That's all hand cut. That's hand cut
1: veneer. Did you use a track saw at all? Because we're going to discuss some of the track saws at the uh, Patreon show coming after this. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you know it's pretty that's interesting. True. So
2: maybe actually, I did use a track saw on on one of them.
1: Did you really? But
2: not on the veneer. Oh.
1: No. I noticed. There's well, Freddie's trying I to mean, say. I had cut. I had cut. I
2: had to cut the frame off of one of them because I screwed it up so oh. bad and the glue yeah. up. I'd cut absolutely. it off. That happens. The biggest problem with doing those those frames is that the the customer wanted inch and a half thick. Mm-hmm. Uh. So you've got, you know, now I'm dealing with the the, the cut this way, but the, the vertical cut had to be perfect yes. too. So the saw blade had to be just like absolutely dead nuts perfect. And it wasn't. Mm-hmm. So it, it caused me all kinds of grief. It was just it was just a real Did pain. you hand plane it? no i was going to and i was like no because if i do it too much then there'll be a gap at the bottom because i cut them round afterwards i don't know exactly where that's going to be in it so i just the first one i did i just went from start to finish and glued it up and i took it out of the clamps i got this just it's just not going to do so i had to take my track saw and i i cut it off and remade it speaking of track saws yes we got a really good question from a from a listener that wanted to know our track saws worth it the money and what our thoughts on it. and that's why freddie was talking about before and we're going to do after this show we're going to do a patreon show that our patreon our patrons from patreon will get to listen to so Woo. yes if you're interested yes. so if you if you want to get Great content like that. Freddie going on a rant about track saws. Become a Patreon member. Patreon.com me slash the ATG podcast.
1: And I got like six track saws, so it's good stuff. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so that kind of blows the whole argument. You know, Freddie, are track saws worth it? Yeah, I got six of them.
1: Mm-hmm. But I didn't tell you what kind of track saws they are.
0: Yeah. Well, they'll have, well yeah. people will have to wait for that. Mm-hmm. all right so back to the <laughs> real question at hand i just thought of something else i was asked to do this the other day and it's it's one of those things that 99 of the time i ain't going to turn it away restoration work oh. yeah I, Somebody, I won't i won't repair anything for anybody yep, at yeah. any time i am i wish freddie roman looked closer to me because then I'm, i'd knock on his door for 15 minutes are you, you no in co- there? <laughs> <laughs> Redesign. You buy appointment oh, that's, only. That's a, that, and you're right. And this kind of builds off.
2: Another thing I won't do is when people come to me and say, well, can you match this color? Nope. Yeah. That's what I was going to say, say next, now. guy. That. <laughs> What's that?
1: I was going to say that next. Matching color is very painful.
2: No. And I, I'm i just, I'm not good at it. So I was like, nope. Can you make this? You know, this shelf is bad and it, just, it's just a shelf, but it needs to match this color. Nope.
0: I mean, Freddie's telling you right there. He's a the guy that does it, and he's telling you it's hard and painful. So. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. You know? People want that HGTV <laughs>
0: turnaround, man.
1: They're like, you're not done yet? I'm like, nope. I'm not done yet, Missy.
0: What kind of chips were yeah. we eating today, Freddie?
1: Actually, you know what I was eating right now? It's so good, and I highly recommend it. Let me bring out the bag here. This is an ad. We're not sponsored, but this is Trader Joe's. Just a handful of almonds, cranberries, and cashews Trek mix. It's so good, and they come in these individual packs so that you only eat just enough, and they're scrumptious. It's 8.37 p.m. on the East Coast, and I haven't even eaten lunch yet, so mind your business. Trail mix it is.
2: Yeah, some little little protein, a little bit of carbs there. Mostly protein, yes. though. That's, that's good to that's go. Good. Yeah. yeah, very healthy.
0: Uh, I got to do a correction corner.
2: Oh yeah.
0: I was told, mm-hmm. and I maybe I had it wrong. I said last show that Unibon eight hundred they don't ship it when it's cold. They do ship Unibon eight hundred. It's the other one, uh, Unibon one that they I guess they don't ship because there's water in that one. Yeah. Oh. So there we go. Yeah.
1: Honestly, I stopped using Unibond because it's nowhere near as good as the stuff that had formaldehyde in it. I prefer that stuff. It was so uh, good.
0: I still use it. it. Yeah. I don't know. It, it works. So it's better mm-hmm. than yeah. PVA glue. Well, I, st- I still use that,
2: that uh, urea formaldehyde glue, urea resin glue, whatever it is. That's got formaldehyde in it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that works really well. It's just. A pain to
0: get the mix right. Right. But, do you do uh, it by weight, or are you just try Yeah,
2: you I I do it by weight. So, um, mm-hmm. And uh, it's just really hard to get the right amount. I mean, it it seems like you're you're putting in like a cup of this stuff, and they're telling you to put like a quarter teaspoon of water in, and it's just mm-hmm. it's so, just hard to get the the mix right. Yeah, it's gotta that's gotta why be, I do it by be, weight. It's got to be it's yeah. got to be perfect. Yeah, do it by weight. So much easier with a little scale. Yeah. Well, you do the the powder by weight, but you have to do the the water by volume.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, yes, sir. Because you can't. You don't really weigh the water. It's just telling you, you know, half a teaspoon or a teaspoon, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And I always make more than it says. You know, it'll make a, a cover a surface, you know, four square feet. I always make enough to cover eight square feet four and a half square feet. Anyways.
0: No, that that is one of the issues I always have with the the eight hundred because it doesn't say how much area it's going to cover unless you're going to make the whole bottle. But oh. I don't know. It's you're. I'm always throwing stuff away. I do that with paint. Same thing. You if you mix it, a conversion varnish, and that's one of the reasons I stay away from it because half of it you're throwing away. Yeah, I usually can't get. I just don't do it enough to to know. Hey, it's only going to take a quart, or or not a quart, but like yeah, and that, un- that Unibond eight hundred
2: goes bad. Mm -hmm. pretty fast the liquid does once you open up that container you start using it it goes
0: bad because i had some go bad on me after like six months yeah i think it's a year the new the new greener version lasts but Hmm. yeah i've had it it turns different colors and they say get rid of it but i'm i i'm usually i'm like borderline by the end of the year i've almost used a whole gallon i think i only threw it out once but that that urea resin glue is so damn so damn cheap
2: yeah what brand I mean, do you it use really is uh i get the stuff from veneersupplies.com okay. i can't remember what it's called but you if you can get dap weldwood too at uh you know the big box stores and yeah, i've yeah. used that more. i went
0: oh at least i can't at mine they used to sell it and i think i tried to get it last time i needed some unimon 800 or i did veneer and i went to the big box stores and they didn't carry it anymore they, at least uh, they still it. carry Maybe they still carry it here state. but they
2: only sell like really small containers of it. So I get like a right. like a 5 pounder from veneersupplies.com. Hmm. I can't remember what they call it.
0: And, and adding the waters that doesn't, excuse me. Adding the water to that doesn't affect it at all your veneers.
2: No, it's such a small it doesn't amount. make
0: the veneer curl or anything.
2: Well, you know, anytime you put liquid on, you know, 4 to second of an inch thick veneer it's going to curl yeah um but it doesn't curl as much as something with water. i mean it's there's such a small amount of water. that's that's the thing the first time i made it is like i'm only putting this much water in now nah, that can't be right
0: well yeah it is right oh okay mm. so See, if I, you, I stayed away from it not knowing that
2: yeah it you uses read, so if i'm read. making oh, enough to cover it. let's say 32 square feet mm-hmm. i may be using sheet of plywood Thank you. Um, I may so, be no, using like uh, <laughs> like three ounces of water, maybe. Oh, maybe. really? Yeah, really? there's almost okay. no water in it. It, it. it mixes mixes up, and um, but it also the nice thing about it, it, it you, you don't have to like worry about getting it in the bag like now, yeah, like right now, right you can still move it around once
0: it's the advantages of it.
2: Yeah. Some of that, some of that, um, you know, if you use tight bond or you use, uh, the, the cold press veneers glue, when that veneer hits it, man, it doesn't want to move around. It's hard to shift around, especially like a big piece. When you use that, urea resin glue, it still moves around five minutes after you put it down. You can still shift it around if you need to. Um, And it doesn't bleed through either because it's so thick. Yep. So it, when I build you know, this 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 big table at work, mm-hmm. that's what I'm going to be using as your rear resin glue.
1: So thank you, Guy, for mentioning 42nd of an inch veneer, because the only thing I want 42nd of an inch is toilet paper, because <laughs> I will not use 42nd of an inch veneer. It is by far the worst. Thing to use for me. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because I like
2: go ahead. I use it all the time. But uh, but I wanted for like for this cup cupping project, I wanted 16th inch veneer, but I yep. wanted curly white oak mm-hmm. that was at least 12 inches wide. Mm-hmm. Good luck finding that.
1: Well, you know, what I would do then is I would laminate two pieces of 42nd of an inch veneer together, high yeah. quality oak on the top, low quality on the bottom, and, and then I work with that material. Yeah. yeah. It's just these Flintstone hands are just not meant for forty second of an inch veneer. <laughs> like it's like I only want to work with the thirty second of an inch, the smallest dimension possible. There's a thirty second. I prefer three sixty fourths and a sixteenth, and I prefer nowadays, if I can help it, uh, just resaw my own.
2: Yeah, I just typically resaw on my own too. But there's times I want to use exotics. Yeah, exactly. And you can't get it in sixteenth of an inch. I know. You just nobody just nobody has it. So, so
1: depressing, exotics. Mm-hmm. And even not if I bought, is. even
2: if I found a board to resaw it myself, we can't resaw anything at work. Yeah. I'd have to bring it home and resaw it mm-hmm. on my own time. Yeah, which I'm not inclined to do. I don't blame you. I don't yeah. mind doing it. I did it on a project before, so it's not a huge deal. But that was just resawing one door panel, so I could have a book match door panel. Mm-hmm. Um. That's when you call up and just say, "Today I'm working from home, boys." No, I don't want to do that. It was. It only took me like you know twenty minutes. It wasn't a big deal. But if I had to cut you know a bunch of veneer up, that's an all-day project,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and I'm not. I'm not going to do that. Not on my own time. time.
1: Is on my side. No, I agree. I agree with you. You know, my time <laughs> is too valuable. Exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's not.
1: It's, and it's not hard to stay busy. You know, it's not hard to stay busy.
2: So. Yeah, plenty mm.
1: things to do. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. And all right, I, th- I think that's it, ladies and gentlemen, boys yeah. and girls.
0: We gotta talk about track saws. Track
1: saws. We talk about tractors? No, tra- that's track it. All right,
0: yeah, we can talk about tractors.
1: Yeah, tractors are good. Thing.
0: All right, guy, where can you be found? Uh, guyswoodshop Yeah, hmm. check him out. Freddie.
1: You can find me on Instagram. Where's this Search. one? Search Instagram, period craftsman. Oh. It's crafts. We're back
0: to Period Craftsman.
1: Crafts with an S, men with an E. Yes, sir. I mix it up oh. every other week.
0: <laughs> I'm on Instagram too, it's Justin underscore the Palma. <laughs> Keeping it real. Look for me. Google me. Google Freddie. You'll find him easier. <laughs> He's probably in the top first page.
1: Not at all. Yeah.
0: Depends. All right, let's wrap it up. All right. On, on we'll see Patreon. you guys later. Thank well, guys. actually we'll talk, you, we'll talk to you and we'll talk to in a few minutes. Yeah. If you're a patron. If, <laughs> if you're a patron. I prefer bows.
1: I prefer bows if you're going to wrap it up. Nice blue bows. Thank you.
0: With that, bye-bye. <laughs> we'll see you.